This episode is sponsored by Osea. Osea puts your health and the health of the planet first. Formulated with all skin concerns in mind, Osea makes products infused with sustainably sourced, organic Patagonian seaweed and active botanicals. Osea can help reveal and illuminate your natural radiance. Whether you're looking for hydration, oil balancing, anti-aging, or blemish solutions, every product is sustainably packaged, non-toxic, cruelty-free, vegan, and made with love in California. Use code GETLOVEDUPFREESHIP for free shipping in the USA. Welcome to the Get Loved Up podcast. I'm Koya Webb, founder of Get Loved Up, where we inspire you to love yourself more, love others more, and love the planet more. Each week, I'll interview a special guest who will share their insights on how they practice daily self-care, tackle tough challenges in life, and thrive in the world one breath at a time. You will be inspired to take control of your life as you heal yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically, and create a reality in alignment with your deepest passions. Let's get loved up. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Loved Up podcast. I am here with Alyssa Nobriga. She is a soul-centered leadership coach, and she is helping women worldwide step into their next level of greatness. Alyssa, thank you so much for joining me. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I am just blown away by the work you've done in this space, and you do the work. Do which, the work. And we have a, a similar mentor and inspiration mm-hmm. in Byron Katie. The work. And I really want to kind of you to share kind of your journey with the work. Okay. (laughs) And first of all, how you find found it. Yeah. And kind of your journey and doing the work on your own. I love it. I love that we're starting here. Byron Katie is one of my biggest mentors Mm -hmm. and love her work, which is essentially questioning the thoughts that create stress in our lives. Mm. And I think like any of us, we find the work when we're hurting. And so I was going through a breakup at the time and I was staying away from my partner of three years and just went to my girlfriend's house to get space. Mm. And that book popped out, Mm. Loving What Is. And I was like curious about this and opened it and I just digested having something that felt really true and practical to come back to peace beyond the stories I was believing and making up in my mind. And so this has been, I don't know, maybe 15 years now that I've been doing the work. Right. I actually, before I got here, I was doing the work with somebody. Um, we trade half an hour and a half an hour uh-huh. of just questioning our beliefs. And I've had a practice of doing the work regularly for about an hour minimum a week. And that mm. I would say has changed everything for me more in terms of like integrating, right. not just getting lost in all the stories that my mind makes up. That is beautiful, doing the work, and you have a set time. Set time. You have an accountability partner. I need it because otherwise my ego would resist sitting down and getting still and really Mm. getting present with all the chaos. I think that's one way the ego can keep itself existing is just by keeping us busy. And Mm -hmm. so having somebody to hold me accountable supports me in showing up for it. 
Oh, that is beautiful. And you said the ego. So what are your feelings around the ego? Like is what's it the ego? against us? Is it for us? Oh. What is it? Absolutely. Let's dive into to that. To me, ego. the ego, it's funny. To me, the ego is just identifying with thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. And I ha- I have a compassionate sense towards the ego. I think it's health. I'm, I'm licensed as a psychotherapist. So I have a more yes to being human and having a healthy ego structure. And then also waking up to what's beyond it mm-hmm. feels important. And do you feel like... When you started doing the work after this breakup, what were the things that helped you? You know, because we all go mm-hmm. through breakup, mm-hmm. breakup, heartbreak, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So what are the things, I guess the top three things that help you in dealing with this breakup? Yeah, I was thinking about you doing a lot of self-love practices. Mm-hmm. And for me, mentally, self-love mm-hmm. on the mental level is questioning my thoughts, doing Byron Katie's work. It's such a practice of mine. On an emotional level, I really love something called gestalt therapy, where it's really just allowing the energy to be expressed and allowed, not Mm. identifying with it, but letting the victim in me have a voice, have a a place at the table, not identifying, not letting it drive the car, but letting it come up and out, Mm -hmm. maybe some forgiveness work after that. Mm. And obviously community is really important to feel nourished on a deep level and just moving my body. But those are some of my self-love practices Mm -hmm. to keep me in check um allowing the victim to come out like what does that look like okay it's like it's like nobody wants to be with me and i just feel like everybody's out to get me and like just letting it be ham it up right let it be unconscious Mm -hmm. so that it's almost like a little kid it just has its permission because oftentimes that's all it's looking for is to Mm -hmm. be allowed Mm-hmm. And then it moves on. So allowing the anger to express. Yeah. Or the fear or the doubt or That's the right. worry. That's right. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Expression, I feel like, is the biggest tool. Before you can have the forgiveness, you have to express. That's right. I um, That's right. read this book, Radical Forgiveness. Mm. And that was all about... Don't be afraid to say how angry you are, how frustrated you are. Yeah. And so that's a big part of your work yeah. as well. Yeah. And I then, would say awareness, uh-huh. how I see the model is awareness, expression, forgiveness, new action. Mm, I love that. So that model supports me. It's like, okay. And then there's deeper levels of it as we integrate. Right. And so after the breakup yeah. and you let it out, yeah. what happens after this? I went to a program. In sp- I had a master's in spiritual psychology mm-hmm. and really was a master's in personal development of learning how to navigate my emotional and mental realms, um, feel more deeply connected spiritually. So that I started learning tools and and coming back to myself mm-hmm. through that program mm. and develop. I knew I wanted to be a therapist, so that was part of it, being able to do my own work to support others. Right. So it's now feels more integrated, but the, the biggest things is somatic work right. of really letting, so sometimes we don't need to know what the story is, but we feel it in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so really letting ourselves feel an energy in our body without needing to think about it. And it actually integrates into our nervous system for mm-hmm. me learning to really be in my body and mm-hmm. come back to my body and not just mm-hmm. live up here was was helpful as well. Right. And what kind of body things do you do? What kind of physical practices do you do? Um, there's a type of somatic work that's called Hakomi that uh-huh. I really love. It's a Hakomi psychotherapy practice. But essentially it's just, I mean, to be really basic for anybody listening, if there's a tension in your body right now, mm-hmm. whoever may be listening, to take a moment to drop into it directly mm-hmm. and just breathe acceptance and peace into it. Mm. And just to notice it. It's like giving it full permission to be here as long as it wants to be here. Mm-hmm. And then it just starts to disintegrate, starts to dissolve. Mm. 
Mm, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful practice just going within to work things out. Yeah. And that's very, I feel like it's a very nurturing mm-hmm. and divine feminine energy mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to be compassionate with the mm-hmm. ego who may be looking for love and attention or is angry or is insecure. Mm-hmm. Like to, to go within and nurture those parts of ourselves, to mother right. those parts of ourselves mm-hmm. is the alchemy that they're looking for. Yes, absolutely. And then we feel more vibrant and alive and purposeful and present in our life mm-hmm. as a result. I agree, I agree. That's so beautiful. And so... A lot of people would say that, you know, some people say, I guess, that borrowing Katie's work, it really goes in. It's yeah. kind of like aggressive or fierce, yeah. if you will. Yeah. What is your thoughts about that? And do you feel like it's it's necessary? I think it's like a laser that just, a sword that just cuts through illusion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's compassionate and gentle mm-hmm. and direct. Right. And I, I love that you can use it on your own at any time for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, she even has a hotline that you can call 24 hours a day and get support. It's called mm-hmm. the helpline. So it's just such a beautiful business. It's such a beautiful offering. I would right. just recommend anyone that's looking for any type of a tool mm-hmm. to start there. I agree. I agree. She's a wonderful woman. I yeah. met her in person at one of her um, workshops at Wonder Wonderless yeah. Hollywood and just got to really just see her yeah. in the physical form and just acknowledge like the work she's done in my life and yeah. of course so many others. Yeah. And so what else have you used to well, really help it's interesting. you? Just to, just to share that, it's like I, I remember I've, I've been with her a few times in uh-huh. person. I've been training with her for a while. And one time I saw her at a party and she just looked at me and she's like, "Do you, are you having fun noticing all the images? And I was like, what? And I realized everything other than this moment is an image in my mind. Mm. And so she was awake to the story of whatever, like any memory is an image. It's not reality. It's not true. Mm -hmm. So even comparison is an image in the mind about past or future. Mm -hmm. And so just that 20 seconds with her, you know, it was just like woke me back up to, oh, yeah, it's all an illusion. It's all images in my mind. Wow, and, and you were at a party. I was at a party. It was, a, it was said, a fundraiser. You... Yeah, that I was like, "Hi, hilarious. Katie!" Just so happy to see her. Right, and she just was like, "Are you having fun with all the images in your mind?" And I'm like, "Oh, now I am." Right, <laughs> woke me back up to what's what's really real that mm-hmm. I don't have to think into existence. Right, and that can then it's like then we know it's all a movie, mm-hmm. and we can enjoy it more easily. Right. And what does that feel like when it comes to, okay, I just have reality? Yeah. Like, have you had in your, a time in your life where you're like, look, no, this is <laughs> terrible. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I let myself speak from that place. Mm-hmm. I don't try to convince myself that it's not terrible. Right. Like, I think there's something really beautiful in letting ourselves honor what's really here mm-hmm. and not try to spiritualize it away or have a concept of it should be, it should be different. Right. So it feels honoring just to say, yeah, it feels terrible, huh? Yeah. So emotional mastery to me is really meeting the emotion, mm-hmm. letting it be heard, and then it transmute, it moves on. Mm-hmm. So I, I re- I'm a stepmom, and one of the books that I really found valuable was How to Talk So Your Kids Listen and Listen So Your Kids Talk. Mm, that and, is beautiful. And it's a great title. And right. the same principles that apply for kids also applied for my couples. So I used to be a couples therapist. Mm-hmm. and it's almost like you trigger each other's wounds so you become five again in, mm-hmm. rela- in romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. So I gave them some mirroring tools that help them actually connect beyond the defenses. Right. Same things happen with kids. So 
if somebody's in an emotional state, rather than telling them logically they should be different, actually mirror their emotional state. I really get that you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with it, but it helps di- dissolve the defense. Right. And it can we can do the same with us if we're mothering or fathering this part of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And because the, the logical mind and the emotional heart, it, they speak different dialects. Right. And so you want to make sure that they're connected. And so before mm-hmm. giving a logical answer, it's about really meeting it emotionally. Like, I really get that you're scared. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. And so I, I nurture that part of me that may be scared or feeling insecure. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to dissolve. It starts to relax. Right. And then from there, I can take intelligent action. I can be more strategic on pitching the the proposal or you know giving the talk or inviting the client in but because I feel more whole inside myself because I've met those parts of myself. Right. That is that is powerful work. Yeah. And some people don't feel like it's easy. Yeah. So what do you feel like if someone's listening? Yeah, I well, got them in my, my offices. Right. <laughs> and, and and they're just like, well, yeah. I don't know. What what I would I would say, has it worked? What you're doing, has it worked? Uh-huh. And if it has, awesome. Keep going with it. Right. And if it hasn't, be willing to test this out. Because right. on the other side of resistance mm-hmm. is transformation is freedom. Mm -hmm. And so I would have people, when I was a therapist, I would have people, I don't want to go there. I don't want to, it's never going to stop. I don't know if I'll ever stop crying. And so to have somebody that either a friend, a coach, a therapist, somebody that can hold you through that, it's totally Mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. So you feel held and safe. But then to go there, because oftentimes the things that we're running from, we just postpone feeling. Right. And when we're courageous enough just to feel the feelings all the way through, they lift. Right. And I wouldn't say that if it didn't work. Right. And also you knowing or anybody knowing as a concept doesn't change their life. Right. So the willingness to, it's like a Band-Aid. Maybe it hurts a little bit for a second, mm-hmm. but then you don't have to have, that's a terrible example. But <laughs> Do you have a personal story or example of how you have done the work yourself? Yes. Yeah, the a big one that I've shared is around many years ago i was just a i was a therapist intern Mm -hmm. and i had went to bali on this magical trip with my friend for a few months around the world ended up in bali and met up with a woman who i offered a session to and she was really changed by it and wanted to share the work Mm -hmm. with other people she became a producer on deepak chopra's channel Mm -hmm. and was doing something called 30 days of intent and they had two a guy and a girl work with all these different healers and just kind of show their journey of transformation. I wasn't looking for PR. I hadn't been doing anything publicly. I was still an intern, really feeling not good enough and small and hiding behind my therapist office. Mm -hmm. And they reached out to film some sessions and I felt like I needed to produce and perform and and I had no idea who these people were, what was going to happen. So I felt myself crumble in perfectionism, crumble in um, just being paralyzed in fear. So as they're setting up downstairs in my office, I was upstairs feeling all of my feelings. Mm. And I actually really like the approach of doing something so it evokes the feeling. Right. So you really can get free and it's not just a concept. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just feeling the feeling of not good enough mm-hmm. in my body. What was right. it like? What if I wasn't good enough? Would that be okay? Did I have space for that in my body? Was mm-hmm. I willing to just feel it even if it was for 90 seconds Mm -hmm. neuroscientists say you only need to feel a feeling for 90 seconds before it moves through the body Mm. if you're not continuously creating that story in your mind about it right and so i felt it and ironically the feeling of not good enough when i really went in there and i was compassionate with that part of me Mm -hmm. it opened me to my wholeness 
mm. to an experience of peace, an experience of freedom. Right. Like I really didn't need to run away from it. Now I had the capacity to stretch and feel all of it. Mm-hmm. And I went downstairs and I invited these other two people to do the very same thing for themselves and had powerful sessions. But because I wasn't trying to prove my worth right. through how I was performing, mm. I was free. That's powerful. It was not having to prove your worth by how you perform. And I think that's powerful, especially for perfectionists, because <laughs> it's all about, am I performing good enough? Yes. Am I doing this well enough? That's right. So to to really step into that, mm-hmm. like completely, is that something that you come back to every day or is it something that... Because I feel I struggle with it. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'll meet it and I've seen that before, but I'm like, oh, I'm doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, there's layers of it that Mm -hmm. get chipped away. Right. And I had an orientation where it was like, how, rather than thinking, how does this not come up again? Mm -hmm. It's like, how do I love this that comes up? Mm. Because everything's simply looking to be met with love. Absolutely. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's like a little kid. Same with an emotion. Same with a thought. And ironically, when we meet it, it Mm -hmm. moves on. But unconsciously, we think if we resist something, or no, we unconsciously think if I accept something, Mm -hmm. then it won't change. But that couldn't be further from the truth. It's like what I resist, what I push away, I give my energy to. Mm -hmm. So the opposite is true. If I really accept it, I have elevation over it. And then I can make a conscious choice. Like I accept that this is what it is. Mm -hmm. And from here, what do I choose to do? Mm. I'm not in resistance to it, and therefore I feel free. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's a practice because, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes like it's yoga. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes I'm, I'm doing, I have supports for myself to really stay consistent with it. Other mm-hmm. times it's, um, you know, I, I watch myself dance. I was mm-hmm. like, I just know what I'm doing. I'm looking for attention by doing something. And I just, and it's like, I have compassion for that too. Right. I feel like anytime that I've judged myself or judged the inner critic, mm-hmm. I'm just further in that trap. Right. And so like the power of acceptance is mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful teachings that I keep coming back to mm-hmm. and in every moment keeps reminding me because it's instant. As soon Absolutely. as I say yes to it, I relax. Mm. So acceptance, compassion, self-acceptance, yeah. self-compassion. Because I really feel like when we really have that for ourselves, only then can we experience truly express it to others yeah i think some of the most rude mean upset people is because they put a lot of pressure on themselves Mm -hmm. and therefore Mm -hmm. they see it in other people that's right so have you really experienced where you're working with someone and they just like cannot (laughs) get past it they can't they can't do like a client yeah 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 i had back in the day i'm not thinking of any coaching clients right now but um, mainly, I think, because people that are really investing in themselves mm-hmm. are open-minded and wanting to change, right. so they're willing to. Mm-hmm. Whereas, as a couples therapist, I had people come into my office that I could tell they were just showing up to say, checked couples therapy, and now I want a divorce. <laughs> and right. I was like, I'm not going to, I fired them as a couple. Right. I said, I'm willing to serve you and to support you and really help you through this, but you have to want it. And mm. so that was a little bit of tough love, and they didn't come back. I don't know what happened, but I hope that that conversation served them. Right. And I think that's really important. You have to want it. That's right. Because I feel like you can know the work, you can do the work, but if you really don't know what you want out of it, Mm how is it supposed to manifest? Mm -hmm. And what about, what if you have someone that's coming to you and they're just like, I've tried to do the work. I've been through a lot in my life Mm -hmm. and I can't get past 
the trauma. I can't get past being sad. I can't get past wanting to give up. So two two things. Mm -hmm. One is to just find out if they've really given themselves permission to relax, to mm -hmm. let themselves be defeated and be right. where they are fully. Mm -hmm. Because if they really have surrendered to like, this is where I'm at, mm -hmm. oftentimes it moves on. Right. If that's If they've tried that, then I would look at identity. Do they? Mm -hmm. What's the unconscious payoff? What do they think they're getting by holding on to that story, that right. identity? Because oftentimes there's a subconscious competing intention behind it. Mm -hmm. So for example, we say we want something, but we're also scared of it. Mm -hmm. And so finding That's out- That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I say I want a relationship, scared, <laughs> scared. Yes. Okay, so here's something really practical that I would say to do, uh -huh. which would be like, okay, what are the things that I fear would happen if I'm in relationship? Mm -hmm. And I would write each one of those down mm -hmm. and those become the breadcrumbs back to your freedom. Mm. So okay. it's like, okay, because if you want it, mm -hmm. you're going to naturally move towards it. Right. But if you fear it, then mm -hmm. you're also going to subconsciously sabotage it. Absolutely. So if you clear those fears mm -hmm. by writing them down mm -hmm. and then bringing Byron Katie's work through it, you just naturally move towards relationship or what you desire. Yeah, I, I think I need to redo Byron Katie's work on relationships. <laughs> In my book, Let Your Fears Make You Fierce, you will enjoy a step-by-step -step guide and workbook with daily mind and body exercises in every chapter. You will have the tools to identify and transform your fears into unbreakable strength. You will learn to manifest the life of your dreams by aligning with your highest vibration. You will vitalize your health and raise your energy with the healing practice of yoga and meditation. You will learn to shift your thoughts to positive affirmation so you can attract the people and things you really deserve. You will find your true passion and purpose by connecting with your authentic self and inner guide. I've spent the last 15 years of my life as a yoga instructor and life coach, transforming the lives of thousands of people worldwide. And now it's our turn to transform together. When you order, let your fears make you fierce. I will also gift you 10 fierce meditations. I encourage you to listen to these meditations every day in the morning or at night and let them infuse your soul with good vibes. Once you receive your book, we will also have a book club for you to join so that you realize you are not alone in this journey. We are daily transforming together. Let your fears make you fierce. I'm moving towards a good stuff, but I definitely, <laughs> I feel the fear yeah. come up. And I feel like at this time in life, and I think a lot of women are here where it's like, I love, you know, I think the biggest fear is and what happened in my last relationship is feeling like I can be fully of myself mm -hmm. and fully in a relationship, a nurturing relationship mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with someone as well. Mm -hmm. And I think you try not to fear that and you tell yourself, I can't, I can't. But the reality is it takes a certain amount of time to be with your partner and a certain amount of time to be successful. And you know, you're in a relationship. Yeah. So how do you find that balance? I imagine you, you really value freedom. I do. I also value family and mm -hmm. partnership mm -hmm. and love mm -hmm. and romance mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> so I would just be really clear with what your desire is, what uh -huh. kind of relationship you want to be in and not settle. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm clean. I feel like I'm, I'm attracting on the level of what I feel like I have some good love in my life, some yeah. good nurturing relationships. Yeah. And it's all about deciding 
what that's going to look like. Yeah. And um, you're sharing how you've been in a relationship, mm-hmm. married, 10 years, 10 year relationship. Ten, yeah. 10 year relationship, married five, okay. three stepkids. Mm-hmm. And I met my husband doing the work. So mm-hmm. we both were doing the work. We were both at this master's program in spiritual psychology. That's powerful. Yeah, it was beautiful. And how has it been? I mean, because I know that's also maybe challenging when you meet someone that is definitely elevated consciousness, mm-hmm. definitely doing the work. Mm-hmm. How has it been doing the work together? So it's interesting because relationships feel easy for me. My stuff has come up around work. Mm, so okay. it, And so his stuff has come up a little bit around relationship. It wasn't necessarily easy combining family together, right? right. So like family units changing. That wasn't always easy. Um, and... And so, but for the most part, it's been pretty easy on my part around the relationship. Mm -hmm. I had done a year of being the one I was waiting for. So Mm -hmm. I dated myself and I really owned that I was the source of love and it Mm -hmm. wasn't outside of me. And so that was really helpful not to settle for anything less than I was already experiencing within myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's powerful. I think you need to say that again. (laughs) Not settling less. For anything less than what I was experiencing on my own. That's beautiful. So then it becomes about enhancing love. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I I studied Imago Therapy, which is another great resource for people. Mm -hmm. It's um, Getting the Love You Want is a book that they have that it's, I don't know that it's uh, entertaining, but it's educational, it's foundational. Mm -hmm. And they say the bigger the, the attraction, the deeper the wound. And so if you you see somebody and you're like, yes, uh-huh. oftentimes that's right. the subconscious that knows it can help heal the stuff that's come up around the parent that you didn't feel loved by. Mm. And so that's where that's an opportunity to really heal that work together. Mm-hmm. To do the if you're in conscious partnership, you yeah. don't have to be. You can do the work without your partner. Mm-hmm. Or if you're single and if you change the your steps in the dance, the dance changes. You don't need them to, but you can also consciously do it together. Right. And that was really powerful for me to really do that work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, more of my stuff comes up around work. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean when you say stuff, in com- stuff comes, comes up, up around work? It's more around achievement. Stuff? It's more uh-huh. around achievement and really needing to be mindful around the comparison mind mm-hmm. of not thinking that I should be further along or that I didn't do something as good as someone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, trying to, if I don't check myself, then mm-hmm. my unconscious, there's a, a pro, something called the Enneagram. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's a personality test. Yes. I love the Enneagram. Uh-huh. But, and that's a personality test. That's right. not who we are, right? right? Who we are is beyond the personality. And yet, if I am not awake to certain tendencies, then I will achieve or do or try to prove my worth through you know, success. I think that's really important because I always say, you know, we are love, but there's tendencies. There's tendencies. You know, we're spiritual <laughs> brings have a human experience. Right. So in that human experience, yeah. I think these tests and numerology and astrology, those things are helpful mm-hmm. to help us understand our ten- in, our tendencies. Yes. And so how do you feel like this program really helped you align in, it, in the world? It felt, I almost felt naked because it. I felt like it saw me at my core, mm-hmm. my core desire and my core wound. Mm-hmm. And there's nine different types of personalities. Mm-hmm. And I, I identify more with a three, mm-hmm. which is the achiever, the producer, I think, or something like that. And mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, how am I looking? And I feel like at the core of it, everybody's looking for love, attention, and approval in some way in right. the world. And these are the nine ways to do that unconsciously. Mm, right. <laughs> but really the medicine is inside of us to right. sort of have compassion for those tendencies and to to really marinate and, and see that part of us that's looking for what we 
think we are outside of us. Right. Which is so innocent, you mm-hmm. know, and so having a compassionate practice with the ego or with people that are critical of you even, right? right? Because if they're critical or if you are being critical, that's just a call for love. Mm-hmm. And so slowing it down to, I mean, even even in Byron Katie's work, so she talks about the first act of war is defense. Mm. And so if somebody says something that hurts us, it's like, if we defend, that's the moment we create the war. Right. And so can I find what they're saying? Can I find some truth in what they're saying? Right. And actually that helps dissolve the war. Right. You don't have to find what they're, you know, any truth in it. But if you do, then it's like you don't go into againstness. Right. But you also, you're not identified with a story. Mm-hmm. And so it moves through. I love that. And that's the compassion that just mm-hmm. is, it's meeting whatever whatever thoughts, whatever feelings, whatever behaviors, just having compassion actually is more productive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you don't identify with the story, it moves through. That's right. And that I think that happens a lot in life. A lot of things happen mm-hmm. to us, but unless we identify, it's just an event. Yeah. But I feel like once we attach ourselves to these labels, yeah. like I am this, I am that, that's when we start to create our own story around that. Yeah. And, um, and even I, the good stories. Right. Even, even the, the good, good stories. One, it's still a limitation. We want to attach to all the good stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you mentioned you were a mother and a stepmom. I, I, some people like to say bonus mom. So <laughs> what is that like? Because I know I have some parts of the community yeah. and I just interviewed uh, Lita Lewis and she was like, I like to call myself a bonus mom. I love and that. She has four bonus children and <laughs> you said you have three. Yeah. And so how is that? How is that experience? It's 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 been evolving. So my youngest was six months mm-hmm. and the oldest was three and a half or so mm-hmm. um but it's it's evolved over the 10 years so right. it was hard in the beginning like right. it was hard and i didn't have direct contact with his ex and mm-hmm. and i really wanted to be cordial i wanted everyone to get along and that was right. not her agenda or intention and so i really had to give myself permission she it was my i took it on as a spiritual practice as her being a teacher for me mm. to give her permission full permission to not like me to not want her to be any different than the way she was. It mm-hmm. took me some time. It took me about two, two and a half years wow. of really working on it. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I unplugged my my plug from her socket and mm-hmm. put it back in myself. Mm. It's like I was no longer needing her to be different for me to be okay. Right. And then, and I felt my power back. Mm, and powerful. it took some time. And then for many years, we just didn't connect very mm-hmm. often. And then it would get hard and when you know around holidays and things but more recently just this last christmas she invited myself my husband and his family over to her house and um it feels like we've really turned a corner Mm -hmm. she's really done the work i've done the work we are both wanting the best for the kids Mm -hmm. and she lives 11 houses away now Mm, you know so it's it's it feels hopeful because i want that Absolutely. Yeah. But the kids, they're easy and great. And we're right. going on spring break next week and oh, going to Mexico tomorrow. <laughs> and what are their names? Mila, Sienna, and Emilio. Oh, what beautiful 13, names. 13, 10, and 11. Wow. Yeah, girl, boy, girl. Wow, that's beautiful. And do you feel like this is something that you ever work with or, you know, share, you know, in your daily work? Or is this something more personal? It's more personal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the mom gene. Like there's nothing inside me that says I need to birth my own babies. Right. And so I've just honored that. Mm -hmm. You know, I got a lot of questions when I was younger. People would say, 
oh, you'll change your mind or you're still young. Like a lot of projections about what I knew to be true. Right. And it feels really perfect. I love these children and I love being a bonus presence and somebody that loves them in their life and mm -hmm. really letting their mom be their mom mm -hmm. and being a, a loving presence. And, you know, I've got a cat, a dog and three kids part time. Right. <laughs> kind of works out for me. I really yeah. enjoy it. So we have them grow with them. It helps me de develop more of my nurturing qualities. Mm -hmm. And then I then they go home and I focus on business and my right. husband. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. And what do you feel like has being business focused? Yeah. What do you feel like has been your greatest accomplishment? Mm, that is such a good question. I feel like my life, mm -hmm. the way that I live my life. Mm. It's not necessarily what you would put on a resume, but mm -hmm. I feel really balanced and I love how I show up, who mm -hmm. I am and what, and really honoring my values. Right. Like I live my values. So mm -hmm. that feels fulfilling for me. And what does that look like living your values? What does that look so like good. on a day? Yeah. Day yeah. So for I talk, a lot of people ask me about like, how do I find my purpose? Mm -hmm. And for me, it's about living my values mm -hmm. in all areas of my life. So for example, my top five values are growth, connection, service, love, and truth. Mm. Growth, service, connection, love, and truth. And so how do I express those values in my health, right. in my relationships, and how I invest money or my setting up my business? Mm -hmm. So for example, for taking care of my body, I do group fitness because I like connection. Mm. It's just more fun for me. Mm -hmm. And for my business, I have service elements to it. So I really about leading with service. Right. Um, but for me, that that is an equation for for living really fulfilled is just living those values mm, that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful and i have a question sure. that i ask every guest okay and it is how do you get loved up so mm. how do you love yourself love others and love the world that's beautiful mm. i i receive love most through service mm -hmm. and through compliments and so i try to give that to people that i love so mm. that it feels good for me, but I feel like I get to share and see and acknowledge them right. and and try to do that to myself by practicing compassion for myself nightly. Mm -hmm. feels like a really beautiful way to love, love on myself. What's your favorite nighttime routine? Compassionate self-forgiveness. Mm, so you go through, yeah. is there anything that I haven't forgiven? It's more like I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that and then whatever the judgment was for the day. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, the truth right. is. And I learned that through the University of Santa Monica. But it's, I love I've, you know, everyone talks about these morning routines. Uh -huh. I think it's about the night routine. The night one. Yeah. After you've lived the whole day and yeah. been through all <laughs> yeah. the traffic and all the meetings and all the stuff. Because it's like that affects the quality of our sleep, mm -hmm. which affects the quality mm -hmm. of our days. So mm -hmm. it's like, if you are in a really juicy, loved up space at night, right. you're going to feel more refreshed and a better quality of sleep by the morning. I love it. I do it all. I do morning, Good night, for you. and midday. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Before you came, I was like, I need a horizontal pause. So I just need to lay down. I'm not going to sleep, but I'm just going to... A horizontal, horizontal pause. pause. I love that. <laughs> and that is so beautiful. And how, how do you love others? I love others through really deeply seeing them, mm -hmm. beyond the stories that they're telling me, mm -hmm. to really see them and to create a safe space for them mm -hmm. to be exactly as they are. Mm. I like how you, this keeps coming up, letting people be exactly as they are. Yeah. And so what if you get a really... <sighs> 
Yeah, they're going to. Like, <laughs> because it's funny because everyone wants to talk about the president, right? Yeah. Okay. And I haven't yeah. talked about that yeah. yet. So You're waiting. <laughs> you are a perfect person. So do a Byron Katie worksheet on the president. Right. Yeah. And, and so let's, okay. let's, let's, you just do it. I'm going to put you on the spot. So, okay. But you're, before, you're Byron let's, Katie. Let's go into that. But the other thing I was just going to say before that is, so as a psychotherapist, no matter, like I, I remember judging somebody mm-hmm. like Christina Aguilera yeah. back in the day. Right. And then I dropped in to really hear her story. Mm-hmm. And I just had so much compassion and so much love. Right. And I felt the same as a therapist was like, no matter what I would call somebody as doing something bad in the world, mm-hmm. when I really dropped in to hear the story, I had so much compassion. Right. And so I feel like that's our nature. Mm-hmm. We're good hearted people. She's also a woman. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean, Christina Aguilera is great. Right. She's, She's lovely. Great. But and I just I mean, like any, 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 any for women to love other women. I'm totally putting, you're not going to run from this. I need, I personally yes. need, yeah. and I think the community needs yes. a person like yourself. Yes. Miss Love Bunny. <laughs> speaking to, speaking love into. Yeah, the conversation. The conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I may not agree with or vote for Trump and how he makes a stand, but arguing with him in my mind is not helpful. Mm. So I don't want to waste my own energy doing that. Right. If I want to take a stand to do something different, I will. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to waste my precious energy right. arguing in my head about something, you know, and I, I, I'm sure if I sat down with him, I would have compassion mm. and this is one thing that does help me. I know in the beginning when I found out who our president was going to be, it was like from a bigger context, I have no idea what this, how this is playing out, how this could be serving. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know that this is a loving, intelligent universe. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I am complacent. Doesn't mean that I won't take a stand and try to make a change in the ways that I do. But it doesn't mean that I will do that from againstness because I actually don't think I'm that powerful. Mm -hmm. And somebody that I know and that I love very well had voted for Trump and I sat down just to ask him, what is, why? Like, tell me, I want to understand. So I Mm -hmm. had an open mind enough to really Mm -hmm. hear, which I think is helpful to make a difference. Right. And so having compassion doesn't mean that I'm complacent, that I don't take action. Mm -hmm. And I can be compassionate for somebody that's hurting and I can recognize it. Mm -hmm. And 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 be mindful of how I spend my energy in right. my own head. In so my basically, body. if it's something that you really don't align with, you're not necessarily going to spend your energy speaking against it. I will speak for what I'm up to. Uh-huh. So, for example, the one of the reframes that I've had mm-hmm. around the presidency is is how many women are in power mm-hmm. as a result, mm-hmm. and how many like I was. I just always trusted. I I didn't feel powerful enough to make a change politically and so and i wasn't that involved i'm more involved now i'm more aware now Mm. and so that's really empowered me instead of just putting it into somebody else's hands absolutely yeah absolutely i think that's powerful i think getting involved in doing what you can yeah is the key to make you feel better Mm -hmm. me personally like if i feel powerless Mm -hmm. It doesn't serve me, but I feel more powerful when I just do what I can in any situation. And in this situation, it's just asking the question, yeah. you know, because I feel like if there are more people, people that are conscious, speaking life yeah. and speaking love into the situation, yeah. 
more people can mirror that and say, okay, you know what? Maybe I can have compassion. Maybe I can see how this is going to play mm-hmm. out on a big mm-hmm. level. Maybe I can look at how many minorities and how many women are now in office, you know, and that's seeing right. the full picture. That's right. And so that's why I wanted to dive deep a little bit because yeah, I haven't good. really... Hold me to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the perfect person yeah, because yeah. It's, it's really... A practice yeah. and you've done a lot of work and a lot of practice and I really think that's what it's going to take to really continue to have this conversation and speak love into it yeah and and not get caught up in the drama and not get caught up in the drama and to do a worksheet to exactly. say I judge my president mm-hmm. and literally what is the mirror that he is right. mirroring to me absolutely and how do I vote with my views and my my money and my vote mm-hmm. and how do I show up in the ways that I can I love it I love it. So good. So you kind of already answered, how do you love the world? Yeah. But can you share with us just like everything that you have going on? Yeah. And how people can find you? Yeah. I, do, I coach a lot of coaches. I mm-hmm. train them and support them. That's part of the work that I do in terms of supporting change in humanity right. is being able to help light workers really mm-hmm. do this work mm-hmm. so that their ripple effect we can all do it together Um, and then I also really love in-person deep dives in Los Angeles so Mm -hmm. I'll do soul-centered retreats for professional women Mm -hmm. and people can find me online or at alisonabriga.com I love it thank you so much thanks for having me and we like to throw some love out to the community until next time get loved up